0: Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica,
1: Ross, Rachel, to us the earth phenomena.
0: Here is our confession. Friends
1: and obsession
0: that never passed. So we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe.
1: And this is Friends Friends from A to Z. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Friends from A to Z. 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 Z. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> another jingle This week on first to See We should be talking about The female reprodu- reproductive system Yes It's going to be a short lecture <laughs> 1950s style with a, with a blackboard And a diagram And we should be pointing to the uterus Yes Firmly Yes Is there any other way? Meterous
0: <laughs> Or uterus
1: <laughs> It's miterus um, <laughs> We should be talking about that What we like about phoebe's uterus (laughs) we don't like about it there's something we don't like about it um anything that looks strange these years on or you said something good last time didn't you like
0: just the one thing
1: just yeah it was once right at the beginning uh about looking back and if it's particularly controversial these years on or i don't know friends through a lens is going to look back and see all these years on if there's anything strange or different or with our 2020 vision now yes if uh uh, anything looks either A odd or B pioneering. That's it. That's it. I wonder if we could combine them somehow. <laughs> pioneering. <laughs> we'll work on it. <laughs> but first of all, we should remind ourselves it's not just about a uterus this episode. Um, there are other things going on, but I'd love to hear about it if it was in the form of a limerick.
0: Well, have I got a treat for you? Okay. Phoebe makes a choice she hopes not to regret. Museum tribes leave Joey upset. When Chandler's love style is lame, Monica helps raise his game with a maths lesson he'll never forget.
1: Oh, God, that's so good. Ah! I love the first sentence. Phoebe makes a choice she hopes not to regret. It's a very it's it's it goes into the limerick but it's just a sentence you would say it's a very easy natural sentence that then so beautifully rhymes with upset yeah. here it comes along museum tribes and it is tribes, tribal isn't it yeah absolutely we'll talk a lot upset. about that yeah oh yeah i expect that's a bit of a 2020 vision there i Tons. think oh um and his life's love style is lame <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> okay yeah <laughs> um and Monica, yeah, she raises game, and she'll thank herself for that later on. Yes, she will. We'll talk about that as well. And a maths lesson he'll never forget. That is so clever. All those numbers, the number seven particularly, is as uh, a lesson he won't forget. Uh, I love that.
0: I've got to say, I was very happy with that when I'd finished
1: it. It is really, <laughs> really
0: good. That one. It's it's quite sweet because when I finish them, if I think they're quite good, I get all excited about reading them out
1: because I'm oh, like, oh, I think you're gonna like it. Oh, that's mm. nice. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, I gave you a particularly good, oh, for that one. Almost seven. a seven. (laughs) Goodness me.
0: It's series four, episode 11, the one
1: with Phoebe's uterus. Okay, so we are on episode 11 and let's hear a little bit more about it. So IMDB says this. Newlyweds, Frank and Alice, ask Phoebe to be their surrogate. Joey gets a job as a tour guide at Ross's Museum. Chana asks Monica and Rachel for advice on how to sexually satisfy Kathy. Goodness me. <laughs> I was not expecting that.
0: I like the tone you chose to deliver that in.
1: Not satisfy, sexually satisfy. Sexuality.
0: Yeah, don't say it. Sexuality. <laughs>
1: um right netflix says this phoebe's half-brother makes an astounding announcement he has married his older girlfriend and wants phoebe to be a surrogate mother for them is that it yeah oh it's a lot of big words there isn't it an astounding announcement
0: but then they tell you what the astounding announcement is yes
1: yes rather is, I, we, I,
0: I i had such high hopes because i thought you were going to say frank has an astounding announcement On to the next thing so you're like yeah, oh, intrigue. Yeah, yeah 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 no.
1: yeah and also, he has married his older girlfriend. Like, yeah, don't need that detail.
0: I also hate that. I know she is older than him. I get that, but she's actually my age. And yeah. She looks so I, much older
1: than you. I know. That's what I meant to say, right? <laughs> Jokes. No, she really does. She looks. She looks pushing sixty. I think. Yeah, she. I mean, they've olded yeah. her up, haven't they? Yeah,
0: but I find that slightly annoying. But anyway. yeah, that
1: is annoying. That is annoying. But know this if you were with him it no one would even bat an eyelid oh uh so what do people think of this what do you think of this
0: Mm. Mm. i bloody love this episode oh
1: really it
0: is very high in my ranking for season four interesting i like every single storyline oh and i am gonna tell you specifically what i like about each one as we go through them oh because good. <laughs> i'm a big fan which means as a result it is in my top five it is, is it? fifth for oh, me oh wow. season four
1: yeah oh good how about you uh, yeah really close it's um sixth. Oh, yeah it's a really good episode so again we feel quite
0: differently about this than oh, the no. general public because oh, not no. as bad as the so the last one the poughkeepsie one it was sort of around 10-ish for us and 21st on IMDb. This isn't as different. But for both of us, it's almost in the top five. And for IMDb, it's 12th. So it's like only oh. in the middle. Yeah. And it's not in Ranker.com's top 100 episodes.
1: Okay. But it, I, th- I think it's great. I'm starting to want to see a distribution curve of these mm. in IMDb. Well, I'll are tell you something. a bit yeah.
0: clustered? Yes, they sure are. Okay. So you wouldn't need... Much of a change in your absolute score to shift quite a percentile uh, in this distribution.
1: So like 12th to 6th might not be that Exactly that.
0: So I probably should do them as percentiles because. (laughs) Uh, So for example, this one scores an average of 8.5 and is in 12th. Mm -hmm. And Poughkeepsie was in 21st but scored 8.1.
1: It's almost like you're looking for a green or a red. Is it top five or bottom five?
0: Yeah, hence we should do percentiles. Maybe for season five. <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe. And then we're just I'm confused.
0: Sure. Who who else cares <laughs> about percentiles than us? No, one.
1: no, no one. What do you think about it overall, then? Why is it? It's so such close a. It's, to your five? it's 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 an interesting episode. All mm-hmm. the storylines are interesting. Um, I love the Char the Monica one. I mean, that's quite iconic. That whole Char the Seven,
0: absolutely,
1: thing. Um, the Joey one is. Thinking. It's the thinking man storyline. <laughs> Not yours then. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think that one. Um and then the uterus one, you know, really starts a whole journey here. And yeah. it's and it's an interesting it's a very interesting question, isn't it? As Monica asked Rachel at the end, would you be my surrogate?
0: It's and yeah, I mean, yeah. It all three of them I think have very pioneering things in yeah. them. Yeah. So we're friends who are lensing oh, all over all this all over one. this. Yeah.
1: So where should we start then?
0: Well should we start with Phoebe? The cold open is a, a, a very you get kind of the whole premise of the episode in that they very beginning jump right in right don't you yeah. yeah Frank and Alice have turned up and they have news an astounding yeah. announcement an astounding
1: take. announcement they have uh, well they're in the courthouse
0: yeah, having lunch having lunch <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know they got married I don't think that's how marriage licenses work but uh, we'll we'll leave that it's another admin I know, issue i like
1: there's going to be a few timings issue in the next episode as well yeah. <laughs> those embryos taking shape yeah um Yes, so they've got married, and now they really want a baby.
0: And they don't mess about with posing this question to Phoebe, do they? No. Like, it's literally the second thing they tell her after telling her they've got married.
1: And it is quite fast, isn't it? Because he hasn't known, he's she's her half-sister, haven't known her that long. Yeah. Not that close. Yeah. And then, oh my God, can I impose this on you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Happens only in a world where... A, it's fiction, and B, the actress is already pregnant, so they need a way <laughs> of writing a pregnancy. Yeah, get her away
1: from that catering storyline and into this storyline. And she is starting to wear some baggy shirts, we noticed, isn't yeah, she? Yeah. Um, so I really, yeah.
0: I, I really do like it, though, that this was the way they navigated around... Lisa Kudrow's pregnancy okay, yeah well so we have um in both Parks and Recreation and in 30 Rock yeah. the leading female actress has yeah. children during those times and it's never referenced they just hide it with camera angles and so on uh, Elaine Julia Louis-Dreyfus had children oh, during filming Seinfeld yep yeah. um there's a thing in her when Jerry Seinfeld does comedians in cars getting coffee and he chats with her mm-hmm. where she reveals that when she told them she was pregnant his first idea was they would just open the season with her having got really fat like that would be the joke and she said at the time she got really upset and really angry and she's like oh. now I look back and I think that actually would have been really funny if you'd have done that and it would have been obvious I wasn't fat yeah but that would have been the joke so yeah so they never acknowledged it and they could have done that here right they can use camera angles hold big handbags you can do all yeah. of this stuff I love that they were like, how do we make this a modern, difficult, interesting other way of thinking about how people create families and what people do for each other, the kind of ways
1: people behave. That must have been a bit of a brainstorm around the table, must not it? At least yeah. Kudra comes in, I'm pregnant, and they have to make a decision. How are we going to do it? So they go, right, we're not going to hide it with handbags, etc.
0: We're not going to have Phoebe create like have a family that's not gonna work because when Rachel has Emma it does and it's just ridiculous because you never see the baby right so yeah they go with this and I'm now wondering actually whether perhaps Lisa Kudrow had some say in that like maybe she was like I don't want to do the whole camera angle thing
1: I don't know in Frasier Daphne in real life gets pregnant and they send her to fat camp you see her put on weight and they and they're like, you've got you've got a, an issue here, and so they she goes off to fat camp. Wow, yeah. Um. So yeah, they didn't go that route either. That's bad. <laughs> ah, no, I know, I know. But then, the but then the day that she has the baby, that they, they get a thing, and they're like, oh yeah, she's done really well this week. She's lost seven and a half pounds, and that's supposed to be like a little in joke oh. that she actually lost seven and a half pounds because she had a baby. I see. Um. So yeah, they go. I guess what choices could they have had that Phoebe genuinely gets pregnant? through some I mean she hasn't got a boyfriend at this point so it would have to be some kind of one night thing or some early boyfriend thing or she has one with Joey maybe or something like that to give it a bit more meaning
0: and that's interesting isn't it because we know that only three years before this America wasn't ready for Monica to have a one night stand with a guy who was like betraying her actually even though Rachel sort of gets pregnant in a one night stand it's with her Soulmate, her lobster, right? It's not actually a guy she doesn't know, even though she's going to be an unmarried mother. So they probably couldn't have got away with Phoebe suddenly being pregnant with some guy that she's just met.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think they done that.
0: Some guy, yeah, yeah. Ken Adams, I think his name. Yeah.
1: And then what and then what does she do? Then she's got this baby and that ruins Phoebe's character because totally. because over the years she's going to have so many different boyfriends and dates and mm. all these kind of things and mm. Paul Rudd etc. Mm. So they can't just give her a child, but they also can't go through the her giving it up for adoption or anything like that because that would be too that's not funny. No it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, okay, so they go actually a really good route with this. And we've talked
0: before, haven't we, about the writers themselves or the creators talk about the very deliberate choices they made with the pregnancies. Yeah. In other words, Phoebe is a surrogate, Monica and Chandler can't have children and yep. adopt, and yep. Rachel is an unmarried single mother who decides to make that decision to raise a child alone. They were very deliberate in demonstrating pregnancy and families come in all sorts of situations and shapes and sizes i wonder if this was the moment at which they thought they've got an opportunity here to say something with this storyline yeah, yeah, yeah to be yeah. able to raise that debate and talk about it
1: surrogacy so okay so it feels quite natural that this is the way they're gonna go with this yeah and i think it's nice that phoebe's reaction is so positive so quickly yeah oh, I'm going to have their baby. And they. Uh, Rachel's like, that's a lot. And Re- Ross is like, you're going to get morning sickness and you put your body through a lot and you're going to go through labour. So what's your point?
0: Yeah. I love that. He's like, uh, all that stuff I just said. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And and then that's brilliant, right? Because the whole point of this storyline, because we know, we know now, obviously, she's already pregnant, so we know she's going to say yes. But I like how seriously this is weighed up. Mm-hmm. I really like the thing with the mum
1: oh and the puppy is a great idea yeah yeah you're gonna have this puppy for three days and then you'll see how hard it is to give up
0: yeah oh and that line at the end oh
1: yes go on what about the million
0: yeah nice when she says <laughs> nice <laughs> she says i know giving up a baby will be a million times harder but it'll feel a million times better, right? That
1: gets me every time, and it, it's such a clever way to think about it. Yeah, because they are so happy to have the puppy, and it will be a million times more happiness than getting yeah. a little puppy that yeah. they didn't even really want.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I think it works so well, not just because they they te- they deal with this storyline. I think with sensitivity, with they they're not silly about it but it's so true to phoebe's character as well generous mm.
1: yeah and she really wanted to meet her brother and she was really wanted to have a relationship with him yeah yeah it works really well doesn't yeah. it so it's not like a million laughs in this story but it's a very important one and it's actually a very interesting one there are a
0: couple of i do quite like the line uh when phoebe's mum who's also called phoebe says oh don't worry that you were late it gave me time to keep glazing my nipples and phoebe says wow
1: you really go all out when you have oh, that's visitors yeah, yeah, <laughs> That yeah. is yeah. funny. although it's a bit weird it's like it combines my two favorite passions pottery and erotica would you be sharing that erotica was your
0: it does give phoebe a chance to make a brilliant portmanteau which we are fans of aren't we
1: i have literally written here <laughs> that's our kind
0: of joke <laughs> erottery yeah 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 <laughs> we like we like a, a portmanteau yes it's called. yeah yeah portmanteau <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah. um i wondered as well there's a line in here where i thought you know ages and ages ago when ben uh not ben ross finds out he's gonna have a son mm-hmm. and they actually mention they have a pair of baby nikes oh, and yeah. phoebe's like just do it ben oh yeah and we were like do you reckon nike paid for that oh, endorsement?" okay yeah and then here chandler says Phoebe says, I'm going to give them the greatest gift anyone can give them. And he goes, you're going to carry their child and give them a Sony, Sony PlayStation? PlayStation? Like, did they pay for that? He almost like
1: looks to the camera and winks like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Sony
0: PlayStation, available at a retailer." Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Surely. Must surely they do. Like I mean, to get...
0: Call it the greatest gift you could give to a person. On the biggest TV show of the time. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. No, that's sneakers. We've talked about that. <laughs> um, I really love... You mentioned this earlier, but the bit at the end with Rachel and Monica.
1: Yes. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. Would you Would you do it? What if I asked you? Yeah, yeah, I'd do it.
0: You're not asking, are you? No. Yeah, of oh, course. I yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, I love it because... It is a bit prophetic because, A, in Friends, Monica mm. cannot have children mm. with Chandler. And so this could be something Monica in one day is going to ask her. But also in real life, Courtney Cox struggled oh. to have children. And, you know, we like to oh. think that the t- we, we often we love it when their real life friendship is kind of mirrored in what yeah. they're doing as their characters. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that bit
1: why they didn't ask Rachel later on down the line when they went the adoption route they didn't kind of think of a surrogacy thing oh I think it's because Chandler also had issues isn't it they, w- they didn't really have an embryo that was gonna work in Rachel so much
0: yes they needed adoption didn't they because it it was actually the it was the conception that was the problem wasn't it not the carrying of the baby yeah it was the conception.
1: oh no she did have an in- inhospitable womb I don't know anyway it, they didn't oh, ask that's right yeah, yeah would you be a surrogate for someone no (laughs) what if i was asking
0: no (laughs) No, i mean i i don't have children i have no intention of having children i think i don't know would you you've had a child no you wouldn't barely could do it for myself (laughs) what if i asked you i don't want to do it well you do it
1: (laughs) you can't say no you wouldn't do it for me and then expect me to say yes to that just call me kim kardashian west i'm like hey now Mm. what if you're going to get paid 100 grand I'd do it for a hundred grand. Would you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not even a flinch, <laughs> listeners. Not even a flinch. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, and, and, but, I mean, that is why this is so well done, I think. Because it do, the fact that Phoebe immediately, because we know she's nice, mm. she goes, yeah, I'll do that, yeah. Mm. Then they're all like, hang on a minute, think about this. It does actually demonstrate what an altruistic gesture this actually is Mm -hmm. like what she's going to go through for something that's very special to these other people is phenomenal and and it kind of raises that issue I think doesn't it around surrogacy that it is an incredible thing for somebody to do for somebody else yeah I like these friends storylines when it's funny it's true to the character and it's actually, it's got a cultural social purpose. It's bringing something to the to the discussion of, of mainstream culture that's... In, but that's what we think Friends has been brilliant at, right? From Carol and Susan's wedding through to moments like this, through to the other pregnancies and, and other stuff. I think it's really good at... When you see stuff on mainstream TV, it reframes how culture... Yeah. How
1: tolerant acceptable open-minded culture is that's how it changed before kim kardashian did it it was actually <laughs> much uh, yeah much less known
0: slightly worried i mean that's a different matter we're isn't using it, the
1: word kardashian and culture in the same sentence
0: yeah because they're a bit like because didn't she do it just because she doesn't want to put her body through that so she's no, like no actually i think she was really?
1: pretty ill with the first pregnancy oh really oh yeah. okay that's my yeah. mistake then. yeah yeah but i mean there's a lot of a lot else she does for that such things yes Meanwhile, uh, so Monica at the end of the episode is asking Rachel about the surrogacy situation. But earlier on, Monica and Rachel have been talking about other things. And your wonderful line, a maths lesson, Chandler will never forget. <laughs> Goodness me, this maths lesson. <laughs> How does it even start? Oh, it starts with him coming into the coffee. Oh, he's um, Kathy going, I love this tushy. I'm going to take this tushy.
0: Yeah. And then the girls are jealous because that. Opening of a relationship, when so
1: right there, and it's all sex and
0: talking and sex and talking and Chandler's like, yeah, you're
1: talking. Gotta love great. the talking, Yay. yeah. And Ross then says, which is nearly my favorite joke of the episode. Uh, he's like, no, you know, we're just taking time to you know get to know each other and blah 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 blah. And Ross is like, and, and Rachel's like, like, oh, that's so, so lovely. Now. And uh, Ross's like, yeah, 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 it's lovely. Lying. <laughs>
0: And then Rachel's like, just because you can't, you're not mature enough to understand where he's coming from. And Chandler's like, no, I totally am lying. Uh, what do you, so? What so? The premise here is that um, as as Ross uses the metaphor and Chandler uses the actual words, which I love that little oh, exchange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chandler is worried because Kathy may have certain expectations of uh, or of certain standards. Yep. In the bedroom uh, that he is worried he might not fulfill. Because Joey was her last boyfriend. Because Joey was her last boyfriend. Mm. I was thinking as well that... And does that... Is that authentic for you? Like are you... Joey's really good, yeah. (laughs) Well, I've I've got a challenge to that. Oh. Yeah. Well, because... Do you remember Joey and the woman with the fruit baskets? Yes. He's doing the medical experiment, and he's yes. yeah, yeah, and he has this conversation with Monica where Monica's like, "Why don't oh, you be there for, for her? her?" And he's like, "I don't understand what you mean. Yeah. You don't have to explain it." So I don't know whether Joey actually is oh. that wow. amazing, and <gasps> um, he
1: just gets a lot of it,
0: <laughs> but only ever once with each woman, right? Oh, they don't so, come back for more. No. I mean, he's buying All a right.
1: breakfast, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's the end of that.
0: Yeah. So I don't know whether oh. actually Joey is as celebrated. If if he could hear women talk about him and he wasn't there, this I don't know what they would say. Chandler, however, we know from when he pretended to be Bob that you know, he the answer machine woman and then he's with yeah. Ross and Yeah and to bite my lip to stop from shouting your name yeah he was all right so chandler i think probably does have
1: he does need a maths lesson a few
0: things he could learn
1: interesting that is very interesting because actually joey it's seen that he is like this
0: casanova type. yeah
1: but maybe it's just on the on the (laughs) catch he gets him in but actually yeah maybe it doesn't actually translate to him being great yeah in delicto. yeah wow okay very interesting but actually so kathy though pretty much enjoys it
0: she says it's nice
1: yeah so charlie needs some lessons and then this is what you know this is great because you've got girlfriends friends who are girls who can give you the lessons yeah and this is um, a very closeness of Monica and Rachel with Chandler. This is quite sort of platonic, obviously at this stage. But it is weird to think that Monica is really going to reap the benefits. Is she not of this maths lesson? Totally.
0: That is one of my favourite things about this storyline. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've said this, haven't we? That I actually I wrote in my notes that it's like it's sort of Chandler's final term of training. To be the perfect boyfriend for Monica, because we said, didn't we, the whole thing with Janice? He kind of he learned with Janice to see past little silly foibles that annoy him, which he struggled with in the one where um, uh, Mr. Heckles died. Yeah, he he got past that. He also became unafraid of commitment with Janice. He went through the commitment tunnel yep, and came out ahead. the other end. Yep. and in this one, he learns everything he needs to know to be able to keep Monica. Sexually satisfied. Ah. And in not that long, in only another few episodes, um, he's going to put it to the test in London. Wow. So this is it. In London. (laughs) In what? (laughs) In a what? Um, So I I love it because it's like his training ground. Little does he know.
1: Oh, wow. That's amazing. It would never have
0: worked with Monica and Chandler if all of these little experiences had not happened leading up to this point. Wow.
1: You are the product of your own experiences, yeah. and Monica's really been training him along the way. <laughs> She's really been doing it, hasn't she? Yeah. And it's going to pay off for her, and he's going to be doing it big time. Yeah. Oh wow! What very very good insight. You need to like write that up into some kind of like essay. <laughs> well, they, they there are like little articles all the time, aren't there? Like oh, someone spotted this in Friends. You should do that as a yeah. submission of maybe, or you know, make a podcast maybe. about it. Very good. Okay, so then they're there and she's like there are seven basic Rajan stones
0: yeah got some good lines in it this. really really funny stuff here I like the bit where there's a there's a bit Chandler doesn't recognise and he goes oh oh it's because I was looking at it upside down and, and Rachel goes sometimes
1: that helps
0: <laughs> that was my runner up favourite joke that's yeah, a good joke it's a great Ooh, joke
1: it is rude really rude I don't really understand it I'll explain it later <laughs> Um And he goes seven. And I, lo- I love the way Chana, like nods along to one, two, three. And then for four, five, six, he's like, what? His responses
0: are amazing.
1: Yeah. And even to
0: things like when Rachel goes, oh toes. Yeah. The way he looks at her yeah. with like, oh my God, what are you into? Sort of thing is so funny. What, what do you think the seven are?
1: Is that too rude? <laughs> I think it starts. I have wondered. Mouth, One ears two i've thought a lot about this is it like ears are two and three no oh. ears are two neck is three
0: no see I, no i don't think you're right because monica says <laughs> mm. um the problem is most guys go one two, go one, two and then set up camp at seven. No, one, two, three, two, 3. set up camp at yeah. seven yeah
1: they go mouth ears neck and then jump to seven
0: Okay, we're, yeah, we this is too <laughs> this is we We're gonna too have to much. have this conversation afterwards. Okay, fine.
1: Um <laughs> anyway, there are seven. Yeah. And
0: we all know what seven is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we could all agree on seven. And seven is uh, where she goes, a one, a one, two, a one, two, three. Oh, it's so God. funny. It's so rhythmic the way that she does it. I it's
0: I cannot Tell you how much (laughs) I admire actors generally with like having no inhibitions. But this scene, how she just lets go of her embarrassment and does this. Like, I, I, I get the sense as well that they probably... Really enjoyed doing it. I, th- I bet it was
1: really funny. And I bet it's hard to get through. but they had to <gasps> laugh a lot. And again,
0: Chandler's response when she when she goes mm-hmm. from <laughs> instructing him mm-hmm. into her own moment, yeah, and it's like in the yeah. middle section, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, before you yeah, get to the yeah, seven yeah. seven seven thing, Chandler's face is
1: like she's gone, like we've lost her. She's like in the zone. Rachel's like woohoo. I know, I know. And this is a very different Monica to the Monica in like if you think of the Monica in the pilot. Who she's so vanilla isn't she like yeah oh look she's basically telling the story of this and this and Paul the wine guy and she's all a bit kind of awkward and very sort of non-funny and here she's hilarious yeah so funny Amazing. she's really found her character in her own style of comedy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: do you want to hear the other reason i adore this storyline yeah because so again putting things in mainstream culture that you need to bring into the conversation I really think it's brilliant that this storyline makes abundantly clear that most men are completely ignorant of what pleasure is for women. Number one, and number two, they couldn't care less that they are completely ignorant <laughs> of what pleasure is for they've women. They've
1: never tried to find out. No,
0: they've never even bothered. So the, even the fact that Chandler's like there are seven, like, so all his life really until he's met Kathy. He, he's put up with like, oh, you know, it doesn't seem like women enjoy this very much, but you know, it's not, you know, it's not too bad as long as I'm kind of having a good time. Yeah. So I think you you imagine this sort of, and also that the whole kind of well, they normally go one, two, three, and then set up at camp at seven, is again a sort of very coded way of basically saying that often men are single-mindedly selfish about what this encounter is for. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. It
0: is for them to get to seven, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's yeah. it. So I think it's just brilliant how they do it without talking overtly about what they mean. And it's so funny. Yeah. But when you reflect on it, they're actually saying, this is a, the women's pleasure is a secret because no men care. No no one's ever asked. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because he's been friends with them a long time at this point and he hasn't ever used this insight before for his own benefit or for the benefit of those he's with. I think it's way ahead of time. She didn't get it. <laughs>
0: no, but she says, "Oh my God!" a lot anyway. So I'm sure it's maybe that's why he thought he was good because he's <laughs> like, oh she says, God. "Oh my God!" to everything. I like as well with Monica. Like this is the second time. So there's the fruit basket woman, and then there's this. It's the second time Monica has been like, "I have boys as friends. It is my duty to be like, oh. guys, get your bloody head out of the sand and and see what's going on here. You need to, <laughs> you need to be making more of an effort." Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a very good point very good point and it shows the importance of having friends that are bought you know some people are like oh no i can't be friends with the other opposite sex that's
0: very true it's a real benefit that is very very true
1: it really enhances a person rather than you know people like oh you can't really be platonic friends or whatever which i guess actually <laughs> monica and can't because they become not personally friends, but it really enhances the person to hear it from another gender point of view.
0: Absolutely. That you can, you get the insight then mm. rather than just relate yeah. any of those relationships yeah. being of ro- yeah. romantic in nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, as good.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: That's a oh. very, very good point.
1: Oh, yeah. very good point. <laughs> We've both made good points. Equally good. <laughs> it reminded me of um, uh, David Brent when he's like, they're both good dancers, equally good dancers. Both <laughs> are good dancers. <laughs> right, well, um, and then it sort of ends with, this is actually my favourite joke of the episode, is it? where Kathy comes running in absolutely dishevelled, going, thank you, thank you, yes, thank you. Yes. Funny.
0: That is funny. I feel like I had another thought about that.
1: Is it how disheveled she looks? <laughs> she does look quite disheveled. disheveled is the word, isn't it?
0: Oh, I know what I thought about it. I, th- I thought... Oh, it's was a bit silly. I thought that um, the one flaw is that it suggests all women are exactly the same. Oh. You know, whereas what you should actually do, what Chandler should be taking out of this, is I should have a conversation with my girlfriend about oh. what she... What's good for her, what's not good for her. Not be like, here are some instructions from one One, of my friends. I'm just going to do all this on you. Oh, one,
1: two, three. Which reminds me of a
0: Seinfeld storyline around um, a particular move that Jerry has that he did with Elaine in bed. (gasps) And then she ends up sleeping with one of his friends and he does the same move. Oh, right, okay. And it is this sense that like, and Jerry's basically told Fred, oh, do this, it's a particular thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all women will love it you know I you can see. just do it and i think actually yeah. the healthy thing is to go what do you like what do i like
1: yeah 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 actually have a conversation yeah that's not implied here it is implied that he there's one set of instructions i want to yeah, one, yeah. Two, but
0: like you say n- him knowing monica's particular preference
1: well there you go she has literally written him a roadmap. <laughs> yeah she has i wonder if you had that with him in london just give me five minutes to revise this when joey says i'm in my map <laughs> That's so different yeah good now last um storyline starts with blue blazer black
0: yes now tell us about this Zoe why is this such an important line
1: so he's like nice blue blazer Donald Trump wants his blue blazer black yeah and Rachel goes you said black he wants it back and then he's like blue blazer black and she's like you got it wrong and Monica's like you're stupid so that's all very funny isn't it because it's improvised because he did get it wrong
0: I have a question for you. Yeah. The... I suspect he really got it wrong at first. And then they went, do that again. That's funny. And I think somebody then wrote those two lines. You're stupid. Because A, look at the shots. It's like yeah, clear they're going on who, where, with who yeah. saying what. And they could yeah. probably do that in editing. They've got multiple yeah. cameras. But... The way Monica delivers that line, I don't think that's improvised.
1: I hear your scepticism, but I would like to believe that it is improvised because that's the kind of urban myth around that scene is that it is improvised. And because then she, they move the cameras because Matthew Perry's laughing because he's broken character.
0: Okay, okay. It just occurred to me that, you know, sometimes they write things on the fly. Yeah, I know. It made me think... Or maybe,
1: they, yeah, they did it once and they're like, oh, I'll do that again, that was funny. Nah, yeah,
0: that's kind of what it looks like.
1: But Friends Through a Lens, who knew the blue blazer they're talking about is the president!
0: So, that's the first of two mentions of Donald Trump in Friends.
1: Oh, you're going to quiz me.
0: I am. When is the second mention, Zoe?
1: Eyelash curler.
0: <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump uses an eyelash curler?
1: <laughs> it's uh in the one where everybody finds out, isn't it? That's how... Or is it the one everyone finds out? Or it, it's the one where... Um. Uh. This is how they start to work out that Monica and John have been away together for the weekend because they both say they saw Donald Trump.
0: It's how Joey finds out. Yeah, they saw Donald Trump waiting for an elevator. Yeah. And then, and then the the goes, actual moment is the eyelash curler. Yeah. But the first reference is that they both, in their conventions, saw Donald Trump. So I
1: think I was actually being more clever because I jumped straight to eyelash curler.
0: Yeah, but I asked you what's the second reference to, <laughs> <laughs> to Donald? Which Trump. I didn't
1: know. Yeah. yeah, blue blazer, black. Blue blazer, black. So the um, this is this is real this makes sense that ross would get joey a job as a mm-hmm. tour guide mm-hmm. and joey sounds really good mm-hmm. this is you'll find from the jurassic <laughs> era and he's like i can say jurassic yeah um so he's taking the kids around i think it's quite funny where he says um shh, this is a museum no talking oh it's brilliant <laughs> it's, it's got, brilliant. like museum and libraries mixed up yeah. that
0: kid is really good as well yeah
1: that yeah, yeah, keeps yeah. questioning him yeah, yeah that neolithic period it's a museum no talking here's
0: professor geller
1: yeah, and that thing he does with the pen or whatever—brilliant, isn't it? It's really good. Like it's sleight of hand, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Clever. I like it. Do you like the storyline? It's a very interesting, thought-provoking one on many levels. I think. Go on. So there's the kind of more superficial level is. I think you do have friends that you can be really good friends with, and then in a different environment, suddenly Ooh. you're different with each other. Oh. Like. Me. <laughs> yeah a bit a bit you don't, like you you don't talk to me at work no um but a little bit like you like you might sort of see Adele in work mode and I don't know like if we were in a workshop together or something yeah I'd see you like workshopping with clients or whatever yeah and I'd be like oh she's not my friend <laughs> she's like oh, a work guru you know like
0: <laughs> and also I don't let you sit with me <laughs> at lunch. <don't> <laughs> I know you have lunch by yourself uh, in the alley.
1: Or maybe like kids. Did you ever have that like family friends, kids that you weren't friends with at school but you were friends with out of school because your families were friends? Mm. You'd be like, oh, I just spent a whole weekend with you, but at school we don't talk to each other. No. I didn't really either, but I think that would be a yeah. scenario. <laughs>
0: well, we think actually that's what Rachel and Monica were like, right? You yeah. said that before, that actually, because they went to different high schools, but not, oh. um, that they were friends because their families were friends, but actually Rachel probably snubbed Monica a bit Yeah, there you Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, it does exist, yeah.
1: So there's that level, but then there's also the kind of level of genuine...
0: Kind of hierarchy or, yes. or tribes, yes. as I called them in there the Epidemic. I was
1: doing a hand movement there that Adele got hierarchy out of. But yeah. You say you love this storyline. Yeah, I do. Why do you love it?
0: Well, I hadn't, hadn't actually thought about that comparison you just made, which is it's very authentic because different relationships flex in different ways depending on the environment. I was thinking about it more about this. It's it's an allegory for, mm-hmm. for, the, for a class system yeah. or a hierarchy or, or tribes. And what I really like about it is I like it go. It goes full circle because, first of all, you don't realise there are tribes and then you establish the tribes and you see, well, I've got a blue blazer and you've got a white mm. coat, so we can't sit at the same table. And that seems really un- inj- unjust. So there's that observation. We're in these groups as humans, mm. in this case a museum, but as Ross says, it, happen- it happens everywhere. Then you go, well, we're going to break down these barriers. We've got this, like you know, we're all the same. Why don't we just break down these barriers? And not only that, but we're all kind of living behind these facades. This blue blazer is holding back who I really am. I'm going to let that person out. And then you realize that's a freaking can of worms. Like you start doing that and you come full circle realizing it's actually a good thing we all have these personas and we keep a lot Uh. of this stuff inside because you get chaos when you break down those sort of established... Um, and I'll, I'm obviously not talking about like you know tolerance and things that that's totally cool but this idea of well we should all just be a hundred percent honest and let our true selves out the whole of the time okay
1: yeah yeah there's no. gotta be some
0: order there I've never
1: a, thought about it there's like a that. good reason why we hide a lot of ourselves and present a version of ourselves to the I world. see because otherwise you start I've got to flip the light switch 17 times before I leave a room yeah uh.
0: that's I mean yeah share that with someone yeah but there, we do. We absolutely wear masks in different <laughs> ways. Different shops, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we wear metaphorical masks, in different ways. and that's why the thing you're talking about is so pertinent. Because what you're getting at there is the mask you wear when you're with your family or a camping trip or whatever with your friend is very different to the mask you wear at school. Yeah. And so they're not always, they don't always gel together yeah. that well. Yeah. And there's yeah. probably a midpoint where. It's good to be authentically yourself in everything, but probably to differing degrees.
1: Interesting. Mm.
0: So yeah, analysis. I really, really like it because I like that it all goes to crap at the end. Yeah, 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 <laughs> they yeah. They open yeah. the floodgates. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and it didn't work. I'm going to sit here in the middle with my friend. Yeah, it didn't work. No, going back to your tribes.
0: And I like it because it starts to go wrong because you get some of these slightly more personal stories. And then Scott stands up it and is Ross Andrews. is like, Go Scott! Like, please, oh
1: no. Like, what the hell is he going to yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually really funny. David Schumer's response is there. Go Scott! Yeah, yeah, you're uh, yeah, yeah, it's really good. And, um, But yeah, it's weird to see Joey and Ross because you obviously see them together all the time and then suddenly they are separate. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like Boss Man Bing and Phoebe as well, isn't it? And when Joey goes to work, they're like, Spam Bing. Chandler is a different person at work. Yeah, that's And it. That's, that's, that's okay. It.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a very interesting lockdown situation actually because a lot of this has had to so you were talking about the work me and the mm, non-work me mm. and the the work me is currently permanently in my house mm. so my partner has heard the work me a bit okay which is yeah. not really the necessarily the person I am at home so yeah, it's very yeah, weird yeah. all these things have started yeah. and we're all seeing work people be mums or dads or partners or pet owners or whatever because we're in their homes we're seeing them in their homes so it's a very interesting thing that's going on at the moment where these these different personas are, sli- are having to kind of mash together because you can't hide you don't have those boundaries in the same way anymore
1: interesting mm. yeah you've not got your blue blazer on at home you've
0: oh i do wear my blue no blazer b- you've got no blazer I, w- I have a i'm the i'm one of the white coat people what are you
1: talking <laughs> about and um, Rhonda. ronda who is Rhonda Zoe? Rhonda is Angie. Yes. Yeah. Who is? Queen of Jordan.
0: Yes. Tracy Jordan's wife.
1: Dirty Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Sherry Shepard, I think her name is. So oh. she's in quite a lot of stuff. Yeah. And she's on The View or The Talk or one of those American talk shows. Oh, is she? Yeah. Yeah. So she's pretty famous. But she does really well here. Like, she's really funny. Hey, Peter. Yeah. I shared my... What was it? I share my... I share my snack pet with you, you man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, yeah. yeah and these good. aren't real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, she's really funny.
0: Yeah, I like her. She's good. Um, and good, I think, to be
1: so memorable in
0: an episode of... It. Like,
1: yes. not easy up against yeah, those up other against actors. up against those six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She does yeah. really well there. Good. So, I mean, that is another good storyline. Yeah. What is your favourite joke have we heard oh
0: no you haven't my favorite joke is when chandler is consulting with monica about the kathy thing and he says i need to know how to make it go from nice to my god someone's killing her in there (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny which in a way i was like should that be my favorite joke because that could actually sound really misogynistic Uh, but i but because it's it's the it's the brilliance of the overlap of those noises yeah, yeah, that somebody yeah, yeah. would be making yeah, 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 yeah. that I just My God, someone's killing her in there.
1: Yeah, that is funny. And yours was Thank you Cathy going, Thank you. Oh she thinks think so funny as she runs in and is like, Thank oh. you.
0: It's very clever what they imply, isn't it? A lot of that storyline is in your imagination. Yeah. It's all yeah code worded or implied Num- you don't see anything
1: Yeah, number coded even yep. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't see anything you just see her run back in who's what? your favourite friend? Uh, my favourite friend is Monica for her seven very funny
0: my favourite friend is Monica for that scene performance yeah. but also as a character I think it's really really good what she does she's like Chandler sit down let yeah. me tell you a few things about women that you need to know. <laughs> Let me
1: tell you a few things because
0: you're going to need them in six months. I guess
1: this is the one with the uterus, but actually, <laughs> it's got several uteruses. Yeah, uteruses? <laughs> oh my true. god! It
0: should have been uteri. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Oh my goodness me! The one with the uterus
1: slash seven.
0: <laughs> well, it, I mean, we're pretty much featuring in this episode: Phoebe's uterus, Monica's uterus, Rachel's uterus, and Kathy's uterus.
1: Yes.
0: And Rhonda's boob job. That, all you need is some guacamole and you got yourself a party. (laughs) Uh, Right, so that was episode 11. Episode 12. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we'll see what we think of it. It's only the one with the embryo. I can't even (laughs) say it. The embryos. Uh, And between then and now, you can find us on Twitter, at friendsfromA to Z. You can look at our Facebook page. Why don't you watch the one with the embryos again?
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, get ready for it, because it's just... A joy to watch in itself. Oh my goodness, we will enjoy talking about it. Yes, for your listening pleasure.
0: Right, we better take our uteruses (sighs) and get out of here. Yeah, (laughs) that's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end, friends. From A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession, and you share our obsession too. We'll be there.